How do you beat letting agents offering 4% fully managed fee? Today, I'm joined by Toby Martin, who is a letting agent from Bath. He recently posted something about an agent who was doing 4% fully managed. How the hell do you beat that? Talk to me. Well, there's only one way you can beat it, Chris, and that's not on value. Clearly, agents should not be getting involved in uh, a war over fees. If, if an agent wants to offer a 4% management fee, then clearly they're not going to be offering the same product as an agent who's offering management at 10, 12, whatever it is percent. So firstly, you've got to have the courage of your conviction and know the value of your own product. And then you've got to help educate your market so they can see that what they're getting for 4% is not the same as what they're getting for 12%. Um, you'll get some landlords obviously who say, well, I've got this offer on the table, 4% management. And once we start to get involved in a race to the bottom, then you find yourself doing a lot of very good, very hard work, but you're not being paid for it. I'm sorry, 4% is, is not pay. <laughs> okay, so how do you get that message across? So you have to, first of all, research what the offering is from the 4% agent. You have to find out as much as you can about your competition uh, so you can give your landlord client a, a, not just a picture about what you offer, but you need to be able to compare it to what's on the table from the other agent. Um, now, it may well be that the benefits of your own service lie in you know, round-the-clock uh, helplines or uh, property mark membership, whatever it may be. But there will be points of difference. You've just got to make sure that you zero in far enough to make sure that you can help your client to understand not only what the points of difference are, but what the pitfalls might be should they have an incomplete management service or have someone managing their property who is not an expert in what they're doing. Um, and that, that's something you can only really do once you've properly looked at what so, the other agent's offering. So work out what the opposition is doing and then pick, find the holes and then show that what that means to the, to the landlord. Absolutely, yes. And be aware of that in case you, if someone whips it out at you at the appointment. Yeah, I mean, we should all be going into market appraisals knowing exactly what other companies are offering. And if you're not someone who looks at other businesses in your town, then, well, they're probably looking at you. So always know the competition inside out. You should know their terms. You should know their services. You should know who the people are who are running their businesses. Are they experienced? Are they regulated? Are they qualified? If not, then those are all points that you can use to magnify the value of your own service. Okay, but then how do you do that that doesn't look like you're slagging them off? So you would always, I mean, I never mention other agents by name. You can always talk in theoreticals and say, well, sir, well, madam, if you're being offered um, a management fee of 4%, then make sure you're not X, Y, Z. You know, facts that you know about the other agent, which just happen to be true, but you're mentioning them in a, in a theoretical sense. I had a client um, a few weeks ago on a market appraisal where I knew full well who the other agent was who they'd been uh, meeting with because they told me. I didn't mention them by name, but I said, just make sure if you're looking at any other agents that you've checked what the fees are that they stack at the end of the tenancy, because you might find that when you add them up to their starter tenancy fees, that they, they're a lot more expensive than us as another agent. So I knew that to be true in that instance because I'd read their terms, I'd read their fee schedules, which are available on everyone's website, and I knew it to be true. So in that instance, we got the business because I pointed the, the client in the right direction. On fees, 
I think that it's just a question of, like you say, really knowing um, your market inside out and being the expert on your own towns, uh, not just your agency, but all the other ones as well. Do you think the work you do with your personal branding and stuff like that means that the, the, the fee question doesn't come up as often because they've already decided to use you before you were called out? Oh, absolutely. I, the majority of a client's journey is now carried out before they even meet you when they're Googling your company and then they find your own personal social media pages and they're watching your videos and then they're reading your blogs. And by the time they, you arrive on their doorstep, they already feel like they know you. So if you're competing against an agent who doesn't got that online presence, who, who doesn't post videos, who hasn't got a personal brand, then you've got a natural head start. I, I read that up to 80% of the landlord's decision-making journey is now carried out before you actually meet them in person. So you absolutely have to think what you're putting out there to help your client get to know you. So really what you're saying is have all the, have all the evidence in your backpack in case someone hasn't watched your social media, but in reality, the vast majority of your work should be done before they even come across you. Yeah. So it's not even an issue. I think a lot of agents are guilty of underestimating the value of the time spent before the client even meets you. And you've got to have a sales pitch available online yes. that allows, all landlords are gonna to want to make an informed decision. So they're gonna to wanna to find information online. So make sure there's something they for them to find. Only something on the internet like or, or social media would be great, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Thank you for your time today. Thanks, Chris.